0: the Anglican Church in the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands presents insight a program sponsored by the Anglican Churchman the opening hymn for the night is for the beauty of the earth, number 711 in our CPWI hymn book. Good evening. I am Father Andrew Toppin, Rector of the Parish of St. George, number 55 Montrose Avenue, New Providence, Bahamas. Welcome to Insight. This program is sponsored by the Anglican Churchmen. My technical producer is Mr. Ramon Speeding. Today is Sunday, the 11th of February. 2024 and is the last Sunday after the Epiphany, the Sunday before Ash Wednesday. This Sunday was formerly known as Queen Jetima Sunday or 50 days until Easter. For the God who said, Out of darkness light shall shine, has caused his light to shine in our hearts. The light which is the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. <clears throat> o God, who before the passion of your only begotten Son, reveal His glory upon the holy mountain. Grant to us that we, beholding by faith the light of His countenance, may be strengthened to bear our cross, and be changed to His likeness from glory to glory. This is Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Almighty and generous God, you are the creator and give of all that is good. We thank you and praise you for the beauty of the earth, for our work, our families, our loved ones, and all of the gifts which we have been given. By your grace, May we show gratitude by sharing what we have received. Always mindful that in serving others, we are serving you. Guided by that same grace, help us to be good stewards who care for your earth and who work to preserve it for future generations. Remain grateful for the constant love for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, and the presence of your Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And now for some Insight News. Tuesday of this week will be Strove Tuesday. Strove Tuesday is the day before Ash Wednesday. In some countries, this day is also known as Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday and Pancake Day. The word strive is the past tense of the word strife which means to hear a confession, assign penance, and absolve from sin. Therefore, in times past, and even now on this day, the faithful was obligated or encouraged to make his or her confession before the penitential season of Lent, the idea being to enter Lent in the right spirit and frame of mind. Strove Tuesday is a reminder that we are entering the solemn season of Lent, 40 days and 40 nights. During Lent, many people fast, take on or give up something they love, such as sweets, smoking, eating meat, just to name a few. Hence, in some countries, it is customary to use up their eggs, butter, and milk to make pancakes and other pastries or sweet goods. The idea being that during Lent you are not allowed fatty foods and sweets. In some countries, Strobe Tuesday takes on a festive mood, nature, such as Mardi Gras and Carnival. Under the theme... For the beauty of the earth, environmental stewardship in the 21st century, deduced from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 31, the annual Diocesan Lenten mission will be held as follows. In Grand Bahama, at the Anakin Church of the Ascension, from Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2022, to Friday, February sixteenth, twenty twenty four. In New Providence, at the Holy Trinity Activity Center, from Sunday, February eighteenth, twenty twenty four, to Tuesday, February twentieth, twenty twenty four, in Providentialis, in the Turks and Caicos Islands, at Saint Monica's Anglican Church, from Thursday, February twenty second, through Friday. February twenty third, twenty twenty four, in Grand Tuck in the Turks and Caicos Islands, at Saint Mary's Pro Cathedral, Sunday February twenty fifth, twenty twenty four, through Monday the twenty sixth, twenty twenty four, mission services will begin at seven p.m. nightly. We are delighted to have our missioner, the Right Rev. the Reverend Doctor. John Rogers, Rector of Saint George's Parish Church in Barbados, our prayers and presents are requested. The hymn Brightest and Best of the Sons of the Morning Number ninety eight in our CPW hymn book. A reading from St. Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, verses 2 through 9. The Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, beginning at the second verse. Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain, apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen, until after the Son of Man had arisen from the dead. This is the gospel of Christ. I now speak to in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the American Anglican Prayer Book for Ash Wednesday, these words are spoken. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the Church to the observance of a holy Lent, by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. The prayer for the Lent states, For you bid your faithful people cleanse their hearts and prepare with the joy for the Paschal Feast, that fervent in prayer and in works of mercy, and renewed by your word and sacraments. They may come to the fullness of grace, which you have prepared for those who love you. This coming Wednesday is the 14th of February, and for us in the Christian Church, it begins the season of Lent. Lent, the 40 days in the Christian Church that lead up to Easter, is a vital time for Christians. The word Lent comes from an anglo saxon word meaning spring or lengthening times, a time when new life and hope. This is especially seen in the northern hemisphere when the days are getting longer. For Christians, Lent is not a celebration of nature. Rather, it is a process of prayer and spiritual renewal, looking to a time budding with new spiritual life and hope. The Lenten season is an opportunity to cultivate the interior life through spiritual exercises and practices. This time is a reminder for Christians of Jesus Christ's sacrifice and his withdrawal to the desert for 40 days. We do not count the Sundays in Lent because each Sunday is seen as a little Easter, recalling our Lord's resurrection. Lent ends on Holy Saturday. This year, Easter will be celebrated on Sunday, the 31st of March, 2024. Ash Wednesday, being the first day of Lent, the many faithful will go and receive ashes imposed on their head in the form of a cross. The priest may say, Remember man from dust you are, unto the dust you shall return. Ashes are made from burnt palm branches from last year's Palm Sunday. Ashes symbolize our grief for the things we have done wrong and result in the vision of imperfect people or perfect God. Ashes reminds us of the frailty and uncertainty of human life. For one day, we all, will die. In the early church, new believers were baptized into fellowship once a year on Easter. Leading up to their baptism, a period was set aside for their formation in the faith. In their baptism, they would signify their death to the power of evil and their call to be risen into new life in Christ. Who overcame the power of death on the first Easter. In time, the whole community of the faithful came to experience this season as a time for growth in faithful discipleship. Lent emerged as a time when both new converts as well as the body of believers were joined more closely with the living, dying and rising of Jesus. Thus, in today's church, as in the early church, Lent is meant to be experienced as a time for making disciples. Rather than being seen as a 40-day endurance test, or a bleak unrestricted time, Lent is a quality season. It is a time of rediscovery, a golden chance to open ourselves more deeply to the beauty and power of, of the dying and rising to new life in Jesus. It is a time to ponder the reality of the death and resurrection and to allow it to soak into our deepest parts, from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Lent is the time of new life and hope. In the Lenten season, self examination is crucial, an individual's response. To the call for personal reflection on one's need for God is an important factor in choosing how one will observe Lent. During the centuries, Lent has become by characterized by pras, to define the meaning of the season. We do it through prayer, fasting, almsgiving, devotional reading, and Bible reading. This evening, Let us look at three of these aspects of the Lenten season. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 7, we read these words. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received the reward. But, whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Lent invites us to set aside from the busyness of our daily life. Many things that clutter and crowd our life in order to get in touch with the self at a deeper level with the Spirit of God within. Essentially, prayer is attention to God. It places us in a posture of listening. listening, amidst all the noise and tumult of our life. Lent encourages us to experience a new depth of prayer an authentic attendance to God, for which we learn to be strong in the Lord, in the power of His might. There's also fasting. In Matthew chapter 6, 16 through 18, we read, read Jesus' words, And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, <clears throat> they have received the reward. But when you fast, put all on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father, who is in secret, and your Father who sits in secret will reward you. Fasting signifies our willingness to free ourselves of the desires, ambitions, and pursuits that center on the demands of the self. It points to willingness to be freed from the self-centeredness that drives so much of our life in order to experience more fully the liberating power of Christ. Fasting Reminds us of the truth that the deepest hunger in our lives must be the hunger for God. And then there is almsgiving. In Matthew chapter six, verses two to four, we read our Lord's words, and so whenever you give alms, do not, so whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms will be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. True hunger for God leads to the giving of ourselves to others. Lent calls us to a greater compassion for others, especially the poor and needy. It invites us to examine ourselves honestly on how suddenly we have accepted society's addiction to possessions, to affluence. Through the days of Lent, we are encouraged to focus our eyes on Jesus, who gave his whole life in faithfulness to God, giving his life totally out of love for all. As we keep that clear focus, we join our life in loving intention of Jesus to give himself for all. Lent is a shining opportunity for experiencing, quote, the unsearchable riches of Christ, a time for spiritual growth, so that we might walk in newness of life. Let us determine how we can take advantage of this opportunity and then dedicate ourselves to our Lenten practice. As we think about Lent, we ask, how do I observe Lent? What are some things I can do? In terms of prayer, we can probably spend more time with God. Spend more time with the God rather than speaking to Him. Write a thankfulness, joyful journal. In terms of fasting, set aside one day a week in which we will go without a meal and the money we save, give to charity. And then, of course, there is almsgiving, and during this time, be encouraged to give to the poor and the needy, to some food bank, to some church outreach program. Even if it is sick, all of these things can help us have a very wonderful Lent. I pray, God, that we, in our own small way, will not only give up, but take on something during this holy and Lenten season. Amen. Let us pray. Come to us, Lord Jesus Christ, in your understanding love, when all around us seems dark and uncertain, when our faith is slow and we cannot feel you near, and we find it hard to pray. Come to us then, dear Lord, as you came to your disciples in the darkest hour of the night, And let the light of your presence dispel our fears, renew our trust, and bring peace to our hearts. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. Christ, the Son of God, clouding your hearts with good news of his kingdom. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Good night and good evening. We close our program tonight with the hymn Songs of Thankfulness and Praise, number 104 in our CPWI. So-